welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, and it is Friday. Happy Friday to everyone out there, the week before Thanksgiving. Now, let's take a minute to talk about The Flash. Um, the Flash had its premiere this week. Now, I think it moved days. I am not 100% sure. Um, but I didn't know that the newest episode came out until yesterday. Um, which is part one of the crossover, Armageddon. Um, admittedly, it probably came out Tuesday, and I guess forgot. Um, and the next episode is the 24th, and I'm not 100% certain what day of the week it is that that's ha- that that is. But I digress. That's not the point of what we're here discussing. Um, so, The Flash, Armageddon, part one. Um, I don't know if it's been officially announced that this is the last season of The Flash, but all roads seem to point to this being the last season of The Flash. Um, because, like, we're reaching the end of basically every character's character arc. Like, Iris started out not wanting to do journalism. Like, the entire reason she got into journalism was because it was an elective that she was taking, um, in college. That wasn't what she was going to college for. And then she got into it, and she started making the, the Citizen Online for, um, what's it called, where, uh, she would just monitor what The Flash was doing when he was still called The Streak, um... And then it's a, uh, what's it called? Um, it, and then it kind of evolved from there. Now, she has a citizen, the citizen has started, and the citizen is as big as whatever newspaper she worked at initially, um, in Central City, which is, which is big for her. She, she's gone a long way. Um, Barry is, you know, still the same person he was, but now he's faster than ever. Which is kind of what this episode plays with a lot. It's like when they bring back the Royal Flush Gang, who had appeared previously in, I believe it was, not the backdoor pilot for The Flash, but like the episode of Arrow where they introduced Cisco and Caitlin. Um, when Barry was in the coma and they had to go to Star, uh, Star Labs. Um, I think that was the, the introduction of the Royal Flush Gang there. And I think they appeared one other time on The Flash, but I'm not 100% certain on that. But this definitely isn't the first appearance of the Royal Flush Gang. So they come back, and Barry just dispatches them very easily. Because he's now gotten to the point where he is so fast, he doesn't need to really worry about anything. Like, you know, there's, there's a set piece where they're, um, he's going into and out of, you know, a train. And then, like, there are times here you can see the seams where the budget is cracking under the weight of the talent in so much as... As a show goes on, the uh, the the talent, namely the, the the lead actors and actresses, they get pay bumps for each season. So, I mean, Grant's on season eight, Danielle Panabaker's on season eight, Candace Patton's on season eight. Like Joe West hasn't appeared, but Seal's on season eight, even even uh, too. She's she's been on the show since season one. Um, so it's kind of like a. Um, like a a point where it's like so much money going there you can tell the effects and like the production design is taking a hit because like this con is very small and like I'm like 75% certain that where they have the all-star team up between the Flash and the Atom um, which is not the first time this has happened in Central City it's also happened in season one Um, by the time they get to that point it looks like the same place where they had the confrontation with um, Dr. Destiny um or, uh, what's it called, uh, Black Suit Superman, 
in Elseworlds. Uh, I'm not 100% certain on that, but it looked like it. Granted, I only watched the episode once. I've only seen Elseworlds, Elseworlds like twice. Um, but it's, it's kind of interesting to see that they're constantly reusing the same sets. And it's like, you can tell, like, where they confront the Royal Flush Gang, it's kind of like this giant aircraft hangar with, like, one little thing of desks in the middle, and that's it. And it's like, it, it's kind of like they don't really know what to do. And, and, and the other thing is, too, it's like, it's kind of like when, when you watch this show, it's like, you know, we're getting generations away from the original writing team, and, and, and some of it's like, oh, we're just going to hand wave stuff away. Like, oh, I put them back in jail. Like, all right, cool, I guess. Like, when, when they broke out the hacker guy because they're trying to steal crypto. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But, like, at the same time, it's like, this is part one of the crossover. And it's like, they really have to just come up with a way to bring this Sparrow into it. Um, I don't think you needed the Royal Flush Gang. And I also don't think you need most of the subplots having to do with Chester and... Um, what's it called, having to do with Chester and, uh, and Ray, I, I don't think you needed, because at the end of the day, it's like, Ray is going from where we assumed he would, like, he's going from a point in his character arc, like, like, had you not seen Legends, it's like, he's still a science, scientist, it's like, it, like, it's very dependent on you having seen Legends, which is bold if you consider the fact that, Legends does not have nearly the viewership that The Flash does. Um, historically, it never has. Um, I think the closest was when they backdoor piloted it out during the Season 2 crossover. Um, and it's like, when you look at, like, what what this episode really accomplished, it's like, nothing. And it's like, I'm tired of the Allegra storylines, where Allegra is just kind of afraid to do anything. Like, and, like, insecure. And it, it's like... There's only so many times you can do that exact storyline without me being like, all right, just move it along. I'm tired of seeing this every week. Like, like, like oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, oh I don't, like, just do something new. And I think that, like, when she got that power boost in last season, that would have been a cool way for, to kind of shake that and to move her into this new confidence. But that is not what they're doing, where it's like a good amount of this episode, her entire subplot and a good amount of the subplot of what's going on with Citizen is designed to just be like, oh, I, um, like, like, we're gonna promote you, and then it's like, okay, well, I don't think I can do that, and then she goes, and it's like, well, I couldn't do it, and then, like, Iris is in the middle of an interview, and she walks in, and she's like, hi, I told you I couldn't do it, and it's like, well, thank you, like, this is just a waste of time, it's like, it, a lot of this show comes down to people giving people pep talks, and it's like, that's basically what every episode of The Flash is like. You know, bad guy shows up, Barry tries to beat him, then Barry can't beat him, Barry gets a pep talk, Barry runs faster, Barry beats him. That's basically every episode of this show. And I think that, like, what, like, where, it, like, there's, I, I think that, like, after a certain point, they kind of, like, you know, it still feels weird that it's like it's kind of the same thing where Allegra hasn't changed in the three seasons she's been on the show. Three seasons? Two seasons? COVID's fucking everything up. She was on season six, season seven, season nine, season season eight. Um, but like, um, they don't really, like, she hasn't changed really besides her powers got stronger. And that's not really what we need specifically. We need her to develop as a person. Um, and if we're going to use it for, I don't know if I can do it. It's it's not fun. 
that's like I can get I, like for the actors it's probably not bad because it's an easy paycheck but still um what else was there I don't think that um like I'm tired of these storylines where it's like Barry's gonna turn evil and destroy everything where it's like we saw this we, we, we did an entire season about this in season 3 where the bad guy was a time remnant of Barry like so it's not outside the realm of possibility that Barry would be a bad guy um like if, if we look at like what what's happened so far on this show <sighs> like I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that that is the uh, that is necessarily the the be all and end all. Um, I think that the the bigger issue, the broader issue that isn't really being addressed, is um, like nothing is changing for for him at least, and and the fact that we can sit here and it's like, oh well, Barry's a bad guy again, yay! It's like, well, we got to like you know develop that a little bit more. Um, Tony Curran, I think his name is, who's playing the, uh, who's playing Despero. He's pretty cool. I like the way that they have Despero working. And I will give the show this, where it's like, oh, like, you know, the, the, I, like, this is something that was, I, I, I don't want to say Into Shield coined this, but I definitely want to say, like, Into Shield popularized it. The, the modular seasons, which I think has been serving the Flash very well since they did this. Um, the first example I can think of in recent history was when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did this in Season 4, where they did Ghost Rider, and then they did, um, Life Model Decoys, and then they did, um, what was the third one? Um, like, the, uh, the interface, the Matrix, it was basically the Matrix, uh, where, you know, it was basically Secret Empire is what it was, um, like, and I think that, like, The Flash doing that recently, where it's like, we're gonna do blood work, and then we're gonna do Mirror, um, uh, what was it, um, Mirror Monarch, and then we're gonna do, like, that, I, I, like, at least that makes a little bit of sense, um, instead of doing, like, Cicada for an entire fucking season, and that didn't work, where, like, they could have done Cicada, and then had Cicada been dispatched in episode 100, and then moved on to, uh, you know, anything else, literally anything else would have been better, um, and I, I feel like this is what the show has kind of evolved into at this point, where it's this modular thing where there's a big threat for a while, and then we move on. And the fact that the crossover is happening on this show really tells me that this is a farewell tour. Um, I think um, we know Kara is not coming back for the crossover. Um, Alex definitely is. She she was referenced, and I feel like that's kind of an organic thing that. I like about more the Arrowverse than really anything else is like there was a moment at the end of season one where um, he faces down with the reverse flash at the end of the second to last episode and um, he, he uh, Barry fights reverse flash but he calls in help from Firestorm and um, the Green Arrow at the time he was ahead of the demon but you know he's, he's the Green Arrow it's Oliver Queen and they show up, and they help him fight and defeat the, uh, fight and defeat the Reverse Flash. I mean, that's where we get the famous nanites, courtesy of Ray Palmer nonsense. Like, the, the show has always had this kind of, like, organic go-between of characters, where they, where it's like, it is all one big universe, and in that way, it's kind of like a comic, where it's like, you know, it's not distracting, but it's like, look, 
we have someone over here whose expertise is um, is in something else. Let's confront them, or not confront them. Let's ask them for help. And it's like, oh, okay, we have a problem with an alien. Let's go and ask Alex, because Alex deals with aliens. Like that's her entire job is dealing with aliens. Um, I do feel like it was a little weird in the Supergirl that. Um, they didn't have anyone from other shows come to the wedding. Like, especially when you look at, like, Arrow ended, brought in, like, I, I know for certain Barry was there. I think Kara was there, too, for the finale of Arrow. Um, like, I, I feel like they should have brought in other people for the, for the wedding, but, you know, I don't know. Um, what else do we want to point? Because, yeah, because, you know, Barry was invited to her, uh, Barry invited her to his wedding. Or at least he brought car or car brought her as a plus one. I don't know. Um, I feel like this this entire episode is not great. It's kind of rocky. Like most of it's not good, and that's a problem. Like, and the thing is too is like I was thinking about it while I was watching. I'm like, I'm definitely watching this because I liked Power Rangers when I was a kid. And like, had I not liked Power Rangers when I was a kid, this would not be working for me. Um, because it's kind of the same thing, except with a DC superhero, where it's like, you know, there's, you know, stuff going on in this guy's personal life, they're getting along, they're friends, they're doing all this stuff, and then it's like, and then monster attacks, and they get in the costume, they beat the fuck out of the monster, and it's like, it's kind of the same thing every episode, and it's kind of what you expect, and as long as it delivers that it does it okay, I guess the episode kind of works. And it's like, you don't really, if you watch Power Rangers show, you don't really complain about the, the, the issues that, like, Tommy has, or, I don't even know, more recent, what's going on, like, I haven't watched that show in years, but, like, what's going on with, like, Jason and Tommy and all that doesn't really matter as much as, um, what's going on with, um, like, you know, them beating the fuck out of something in a giant rubber suit, and it's like, I'm all for that, like, you know, as long as the fights are good and all of that's interesting, then, then you're good, and, I, I don't think, I think that, like, Barry, you know, getting shrunk with, uh, what's it called, um, with Ray was pretty cool, um, them both shrinking while they're fighting Despero was cool, um, Despero being able to, and the thing is, too, it's like, there's something really innately silly about this, where Barry does that thing where he runs around Despero really, really fast, to disorient him, and this guy's like, fine, fuck me, fuck you, and he just, like, slams his phone on the ground and throws Barry out a window, um, and then Barry does it immediately again, it's like, dude, you know what he can do, what the fuck are you doing, um, and it's like, it, it, that's fine, it's like, the Royal Flush Gang is cheesy, and it's like, they're all got these really dumb puns, and it's like, okay, whatever, like, it's not, it doesn't make or break the episode in any meaningful way, but still, like, it, it, it does make it a little cringy to watch, um, but it's, like, it, it's kind of like, they're, like, look, we're, like, this show is, you know, like, I don't want to say the Batman 66, so I'll probably get attached for that, but it's, like, Batman 66, where it's, like, we're gonna lean into the cheesier aspects of this, the show, and we're going to, you know, tell the story the way we feel the story needs to be told, um, and I think that that's what really works about the show, um, I think that it, uh, because they do that, and because we get these, um, these moments of, like, um, what's what I'm looking for, like, uh, 
but the moments of levity, like even when they come in in moments that are supposed to be serious, it, it kind of works not explicitly as a disadvantage to the show. Um, and I think that that's one of the the real great things about it. Um, that said, I mean it feels like filler. Like if we're gonna like they go out of their way to build us as the Flash Armageddon, and it's like okay, like that doesn't come into play until, like, the last five minutes of this episode. Like, we... Like, it's not really the Flash Armageddon. It's, like... It's kind of like the... When they did the crossover for, um... Crisis on Earth X. Or, no, the one before that, Invasion. And it's, like, four-part crossover event. And it's, like, you know, the Flash and Arrow and, um... Legends and also Supergirl will lead it off. And it's, like, the Supergirl episode doesn't lead it off, it's like the last five minutes are like, or not even the last minute, is like Barry and um, Cisco like pop into their apartment, it's like, we need your help, come with us to, to, to our Earth, and it's like, alright, cool, and I think that what would be cool this season, I think that like part of this farewell tour that's going to be happening, I think we're going to reestablish the new multiverse, even though this is Earth Prime, there's still a multiverse out there, um, Maybe, I, like, I think that Stargirl is probably a foregone conclusion. Um, that Stargirl will appear this season. Especially since Jay has now gone back and forth between the two shows. And, and Jay Garrick has appeared both on Stargirl and on, uh, on on The Flash. I think it's a foregone conclusion that we're going to get this, you know, where Stargirl is going to appear on, um, what's it called? On, uh, on The Flash. Um, and it's probably going to happen before the show ends, obviously, but, um, because that would be, I think that would be a waste if they just completely omitted that altogether, uh, and, and just didn't take that opportunity. Um, what else is there? I think that, um, before the season ends, I, I do stand by it, and think this is the last season of The Flash. Uh, by the time the season ends, um, I think Kara shows up, because I think that, like, um, Kara and, um, Barry's relationship is one of, like, Barry's relationship with both Kara and Oliver were, outside of relationships on the show itself, um, I think that that was the strongest relationship of anything, like, of, of them. It's like, you know, between characters, inter-show characters. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Oliver himself shows up. Because Oliver got his happy ending and he's living in that little pocket universe, they could bring him, you know, they could bring him back. Um, just for, like, the finale. Um, I think that would be a, a, a fitting send-off for, you know, for Barry. Um, because that's the other thing, is it did feel weird if Oliver was completely extraneous to these proceedings. Um, considering that's where, you know, the flash shot had started. Um, there was one other thing I think was going to happen, um, by the end of this season. Wouldn't be surprised if Victor Garber shows up again. Um, because that's the thing, when you do a last season, it's kind of like a greatest kids tour where you get all the people you can, you can possibly get back. Like, they're gonna find, they're finding a way to shoehorn Rick Cosnet back into this, um, for an arc. Um, I believe, I still think Cobalt Blue, I've been saying that since, like, season two, though. Um, which is one of those things that's bizarre. It's like, you know, I've been saying that since I've been doing this podcast, so they're gonna bring back Rick Cosnet, they're gonna do, uh, Cobalt Blue, um. Who knows when that's happening, though. I think they're going to do that this season. Um, and I think... Oh, both 
it's a foregone conclusion. Both Wells and Cisco have to come back to um, for the final season. Um, like, I don't know where you end off the Flash though, because like, I don't think you do the death of Barry Allen. Um, I think that the death of Barry Allen would be a, a jarring way because like, unlike say um, Oliver, where it ends with you know Oliver dying because. That's who Oliver is. He's a hero who will not rest until he gives the ultimate sacrifice to save everyone in that same kind of Tony Stark way. And it's like he needs to die to get his final rest. Otherwise, he will not stop his crusade until he physically cannot do so anymore. So I think that giving that to Barry is not going to be his happy ending. Because um, Barry, I don't think, would be happy with giving himself up. Like, I feel like that... Because, like, a good amount of this has always been Barry trying to keep himself from having to sacrifice his life. Like, you know, he's willing to, but, like, that was the big thing. And, like, you know, pre-Christ was like, you know, wait, I don't have to die? Um, so, I don't know. I feel like that's not where that show ends. I feel like the show has to end elsewhere. Um, and they already did Renewing the Vows at a big ceremony. They did that last season, so I don't know where you end this show off. Um, maybe kill off a side character? No, I don't think that would even work either, because they've killed off side characters before. I don't know. Um, all I, I think the best way to end it is the ER ending, which, for those of you who, don't, who haven't watched ER, it was, it's another day at the hospital. Whereas, like, all this crazy shit happened throughout the, uh, throughout the show, the last episode of ER is just another day at the hospital. Whereas, like, everyone's just, like, that's, what, how this show has to end. It's like, he is still going to be the Flash going out and doing what he needs to do. Um, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today. Later today, we will have Ghostbusters Afterlife and a few other things this weekend, and we'll be back with all of that. Uh, until then, have a great rest of your week.